You're Eric. Yeah. <laughs> You're Eric. And welcome to. Okay. That's it. Okay. Hey, everyone, and welcome to The Reform Way. I am Corey Smith, alongside Eric Connor and Peter Pohl. Each week, we will bring you interviews, insights, and share our knowledge of the fitness world. We'll look at topics both in and out of the gym through the lens of an exercise enthusiast, a CrossFit coach, and a gym owner. Also, be sure to like and subscribe to stay up to date with our most current episodes. Hey, guys, this is Eric Connor, and I am here with The Reform Way. I am joined by tattoo super awesome extraordinary Mr. Corey Smith. Uh, it's warm out, so finally there's no hoodies on, and you get to see them again. Oh, they're fantastic. They're pale white, too. I can't take my eyes off your arms. Glistening in the sun. Um, and and Masters elderly man extraordinaire super fit athlete, Peter Pohl. Hey, he guys, also has happening? hidden tattoos somewhere. Hey, do you shave your arms, or is that nose hair coming out of that one tattoo? You want to know something? When I just had my left arm tattooed, I shaved it once to see what it looked like. Yeah. And it looked a lot better, but then I had one shaved arm and one unshaved arm. Well, you got arm. hair coming out of that girl's nose. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's her mustache. <laughs> oh. uh, that was intentional. Yeah. Right. I see, I see. So, so you don't shave your arms? Not anymore. I never, well, I did it like once, but then it was just kind of weird, like shaving my arms constantly. Uh, yeah, well, you know, it's, it's such nice artwork. I just want to see your, your, yeah. your hairy armpits go through that skull right there. I mean, you see how much hair I have. It's not much. So. Yeah. Did it come back all bulky? Uh, not, not very. Bulky. Yeah, bulky as, it is. Uh, really as you can see, these CrossFit reform podcasts, we go, we cover many subjects. Yes. The hair on Corey's arms coming out of the noses of his tattoo faces on his arms. And it, the hard hitting questions. There you go. Well, now that the, the ice has officially been broken, um, we are here. We are actually discussing one of the more recent things that has happened in the CrossFit world, people that actually follow in the CrossFit world, and even for the people that don't, um, that Dave Castro has been let go, fired from CrossFit headquarters, from the games team, uh, which is the big thing there. Really just, I guess, fully parted ways with CrossFit, which is uh, very, very surprising. I'll give a quick background on Dave Castro and why that's kind of surprising. Um, so... I don't know the exact year by any means, but CrossFit really took off, not even took off, but really kind of like gained some of its own personal footing in around early 2000s. I believe Dave was working with or trained by Greg Glassman, founder of CrossFit in the early, early days, maybe late 90s, early 2000s. Dave used to be a, a Navy SEAL, uh, so he's, he's very much involved in that kind of realm of the military and kind of those, those kind of tasks. But got into CrossFit from the start, been there with him for a long time, developing in, buying in, all that. Um, in 2008, when they started to have the games, they hosted the first, wait, maybe 2006, maybe 2006. The first couple ones, right? 2007, first something game? around there. 2007, 2007, 2007 maybe 2007, yeah. Um, sorry, in 2007, I believe it was the first games, they hosted the first three of them at the ranch, which is Dave Castro's family ranch uh, in Aromas, California which is pretty much Northern California. Um, so he's had a, a stronghold foundation within the games, especially. So he's been pretty much the director of the games for maybe as long as the games have been around, does majority or all of the programming. He's definitely the face does, of the games. He's definitely I mean, the face was... of the games. And I believe he spearheads almost everything from the top. Not that he organized it all, but he's, he's the one by far in, in, the, in the lead of it uh, and has, you know, potentially grown that massively um, in his own right. And then also the other kind of side thing about Dave that many people don't know, um, other than people that might be certified or whatever, is that he's also, he's also the head of, or has been the head of the whole certification department or the training department, hmm. meaning that he spearheaded the certification processes, um, 
the certifications that would go on. He would always pop his heads into certifications, making sure they're going right and how to improve that and all their, their operations there. So I never knew he wore that hat too. Yeah. Most people didn't. Right. Yeah, I mean, um, at any given time, you'd see him popping into level ones, level twos and stuff. Mm-hmm. People loved seeing him come in there and there was even some videos of him like guest lecturing at a couple of them or like talking in a couple mm-hmm. of them and stuff. Yeah. Everyone seemed to enjoy that too. And I will be uh, yeah, like, like I said, and he's, he's, he's often at quite a bit of the ones that we've gone to or around mm-hmm. this area because he, he's typically living in San Diego. Um, so, you know, a lot of certs go on in San Diego and things like that. So I've seen him at multiple ones, um, been around him at different times. Uh, so he's very, very, very involved, obviously. So um, comes out that uh, fairly abruptly or fairly surprisingly, um, I guess, I don't remember who posted it. Maybe he posted it or someone else did. Ashley, it was actually. There was multiple posts me. at that point. It kind of blew up. Yeah. This was the first one that I saw. It was his, his was, response his, to it. Yeah, yeah. On, on Instagram, but pretty much just saying that, that he had been fired from CrossFit headquarters. Um, by the boss, right? By, yeah, yeah, by Rosa. I mean, yeah. likely how that would happen. Right. Um, but yeah, with, uh, and definitely didn't part on mutual ways. So saying that this wasn't my choice, like I wasn't, I wasn't agreeing to this. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much kind of where we've stood. This happened about a week ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. last week. About a week ago. Yeah. Um, things have—I don't know if the word is settled since then or whatnot—in the background of the, the CrossFit kind of world. But how about this, Pete? What? And we can talk about kind of my other perspectives on it and all that. But Pete, as kind of what you've known about him and your experience at the games and seeing him and all these kind of things and everything else going on, um, like what? What's your immediate reaction? My immediate reaction is three things. I think Rose will let him go. And this is pure speculation. Absolutely no fat bounce, no <clears throat> creams of fact as far as fact check. It was a, it's a financial reason. Okay. Rose has got a big nut to crack since he took over this. And I get it. And he's got to take this CrossFit affiliate, affiliate, the affiliate model to a new level in order to be profitable and pay back the investors. That being said... I don't know if that's true or not, but that's just what that, why else would you let this guy go? Because he's done such a, and I was not a big Castro fan because I thought he was kind of, when I watched him on the, you know, warming up for the games, I thought he was kind of a arrogant prick. Like a tool? Yeah. A tool, arrogant. I think he plays that role he's very right. well. Yeah. He, I think he leans yeah. into it. But, but when I actually met him at the at Open, at the dinner we went to. At the, at the games, the, the Masters athlete. He was like extremely gracious. Mm-hmm. He went, he purposely made sure to say hello to everybody. Even after a couple of events, when I was coming off on a gurney, he made <laughs> sure I was okay. Uh, he was actually there. And nice, he's, he's got hundreds of people tugging on him because he is kind of the face. Yeah. I, would, I would probably bet out of 100 people in CrossFit community, mm-hmm. 90% to 99% would recognize him. 1% would recognize Eric. Eric Rosa. Rosa, mm-hmm. the owner. The and Connor, to be honest. Yeah. Well, I recognize Eric Connor. <laughs> you know, he's right up there with Glassman. Oh, I gotta, you just got to find a reform hat. It's probably <laughs> right. me or Corey Rennie. Yeah. Yeah. Some kind of a beater t-shirt. Well, that's another story <laughs> right. for another picture. So I, from, just from my perspective, I think I have a lot of respect for what he's done. Mm-hmm. I think he might have, again, pure conjecture. The brand needs to, to completely, not reinvent itself, but slightly for the affiliates and for everybody else. We've talked about that. But that's my own personal opinion um i've got a note i've i've crafted to eric uh rosa and i'll cc you guys on it when i get to when i'm just finished with it. i'm almost done and this could be a great opportunity for crossfit to in a sense expand its brand other and i think the problem might have been from my perspective it was getting trapped in a persona even though i didn't mean to it was getting trapped into a persona uh that basically was getting locked into a specific type of I want to call it when you watch the games and stuff, 
when I first started CrossFit, I came for functional fitness and I came and I stuck for the community. But then people watch these games and it looks kind of like a world's strongest man's contest and it loses kind of the panage of functional fitness. I mean, to me, it looks like, and therefore it doesn't get a lot of new viewers. It gets a lot of people that like CrossFit. It gets sprinkling. But when it first was opening up, when it was out here in Carson, there was a lot of advertising about functional fitness. You saw those little side stories about, but I didn't see any of that this time. Mm. I saw none of that. It was all about, you know, I granted you, you give kudos to adaptive or maybe a master's group, but you really want, you got to bring the houseman, housewife in and the community back in the people who really make the affiliates make money. Mm-hmm. And I think it, I think it was losing a little bit of that direction into the point when I look just from an outsider looking in that it needs to go refocus a little bit. And I'm not sure that's worth firing the guy, but I'm just assuming that, you know, they felt that they wanted to go left and he was, he was so strongly entranced going right that there was no middle ground to me to, or maybe so. So it's either pay or philosophical differences. It's one of those two why he left. Pay, you mean investor pay? I invested, we're going to, we can get two Castro's for the Mm -hmm. price of one. I'm not saying that's true or not. Right, right, right. Or it's a philosophical difference. Rose is different. A vision or opinion or something. Because you wouldn't let him go yeah. other than a reason. Right. You, you wouldn't let him go if he's doing a good job and you like him. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I think kind of like what you're talking about in the, the what, 15th year of the games, right? It's probably yeah, the 15 I, years. Yeah, right around. Yeah, that's the 07-ish, right? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, it started as a competition on the ranch. Like, if you look at it, like, there's banners that they were, like, sponsored by, like, uh, I think it was like PF Chang's or like yeah. something like that <laughs> right. or Panda Express. And yeah. stuff. So, yeah, like yeah. it was very like um, amateur level. Yeah. Right. And it seemed like, oh, man, if I'm if I work out pretty hard in the gym, I could probably go do that. And then it's like, all right, well, if I, I train really hard and make a good score in the open, I can get to regionals and then regionals. Maybe I can get to the games. And now there's like the stratosphere of the games where like the average crossfitter, like you're saying, probably doesn't feel like that's connected to the local level. Right. Like, you know there's no one in here that's probably like, you know, if I train really hard and I try, I might make it to the games anymore. You have to make that conscious decision. And what I think that lost too, a little bit of, there were like the staple names like, you know, Kleepa and Spieler and the ones that you saw every year. And now it's, I think there's so much like turnover too, where it it does kind of lose that. Mm -hmm. But I mean, if you think about Castro essentially taking something as like a local amateur level and then making it a professional sport, right. Yeah. You know, like that's, I mean, how often does a new sport come up? Right. You know, it's a pretty significant thing to happen in 15 years. Especially from scratch. Yeah. And it's to, not like he took a soccer league. No. So if you no. can imagine, like, you just created a sport in 15 years and then you get essentially a new boss that says, hey, we want to do it different than what you're doing. I can yeah. see there being conflict of interest or conflict of like, hey, this is my baby. This Ideologies, is what I created. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could see that being a pretty fundamental thing. And, you know, going from, you know, having the same boss for 15 years, if you had Glassman and then all of a sudden a new guy comes in and says, Hey, we're going to change everything. Right. Probably not an easy change to make no, either. And, and one boss was, was crazy eccentric, but driven by a fight against the machine in mm-hmm. sense that that was Glassman's thing. This guy, and, and, and I, I think Eric's probably much smarter, polished business person. Yep. And therefore he has to look at numbers a little bit differently than just, we all knew that, the original ownership was a little freewheeling with the, yeah. both cash flow and bottles of wine. Mm-hmm. And I presume this one is <laughs> Twitter bit, accounts. Yeah. <laughs> this one's a little bit more buttoned up. Yeah. I mean, old CrossFit seemed like it was 
we didn't expect to get this big and we're just yeah. kind of winging it type thing. And now it's probably, you know, a little more structured. And well, stuff. he throws out a, t- a tweet and all of a sudden he gets fired. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that shows you how big it got. I mean, yeah. I guess it, yeah. And he set himself up for some other crumblings yeah. along the way, apparently, yeah. allegedly yeah. for Glassman. So yeah. that's its own Ask rabbit hole. That's its own rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing that like, I mean, talking about a few different things with this first and foremost, um, from the experiences that I've had with Dave, we're not super close buddies, anything like that, right? I think he's a, uh, I think his his uh, image with the games is a super tool. <laughs> um, I I really don't enjoy the way he would act with kind of those things. However, it's really funny because, like we've said, we've been around him in multiple instances, um, and every single time, he is a very genuine, real present person which to be very real with how much influence um and uh responsibility he's had with regards to the games and even the certifications it's i would find it very difficult to be able to be that present a lot Mm -hmm. like you know he literally can look you in the eye and and let you after a a competition workout as a master's athlete the oldest team or the oldest section at the games while he's worried about all the other stuff probably functioning and flowing, he can look you in the eyes and be like, Hey, great job. Yeah. And you feel it. Yeah. You know, he's sincere. He is. He's sincere. Um, well, I mean, at, um, so the gym that I was at before this one, we would host certifications pretty often. And me being like the youngest, newest coach, I'd sit there on the weekends and just keep the gym open basically for him. And I just sit at the desk. And so I got to watch a lot of L ones and L no, just L ones probably mostly. Um, Cause there's no L twos. The, but he would drop in and he would talk to the people doing the L one mm-hmm. and, I would like just listen to these conversations and there was one that stuck out like they had an idea for something it was like a like CrossFit comes out with like a music playlist for like the class to listen to mm-hmm. or something and like CrossFit puts out this playlist for the workout or something like that and it didn't really sound like that great of an idea <laughs> and you could tell like he wasn't too interested but he did a really good job being oh you know like that's great you know like you know we usually like the the gyms to have their freedom to pick things you know mm-hmm. the music they like and this and like listened to him gave him a really good answer like validated what they were thinking but didn't be like oh that's a stupid idea and mm-hmm. stuff you know like well we're way bigger than that he every time i've listened to him talk in situations like that he seemed to do a good job so of that's being, where eric gets that idea when i give him with an idea he, <laughs> he panders me pete that's a great let me think about it. i'll get back to yeah, you right? yep. he goes i know he'll forget yeah, yeah right? I know Pete will forget. Well, what you got to do is you got to go in on the side with them act like you understand what they're talking about you want to help them and you tried but you couldn't figure it out uh, we call that we we call that being eric yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. well i mean basically like with Castro, it never it never seemed like he big timed anybody. I mean, like, oh yeah, well we got that figured out. Don't worry mm-hmm. about that and stuff. He'd listen to people and talk to them and stuff. And then you know, in the games, he does come across as like a, a tool. But right. there was one video I remember. Um, he was interviewed for you know talking about the games or whatever, and he's like, you know, everyone wants to look at me like you know the villain because he's you know. Mm-hmm puts out the workouts and stuff he's like yeah you know i'll play that role i'll be the yeah, bad guy that and, makes sense you know he leans into it and yeah you know, i agree puts cornrows in his hair to be yeah the, bad, the bad news. so i think as we talk and, the, and as i know we're getting towards the end of this because we really don't have a eulogy for about dave castro um the question is going to be is what's the underlying question to this whole conversation is what is eric rosa the president and ceo of crossfit's intent to do next mm-hmm. And I think, and he knows much better than I, he's being advised, it'd be a good time for him to put out a State of the Union mm-hmm. note to the affiliate owners and Which they could pass that down. Yeah, right. Well, and so this is, that's where I was going to lead into, right? That's that's the biggest, I've been talking to Corey about it, other people, the biggest thing that 
that I'm surprised hasn't happened and I and I think really should have happened. Um, I from what I've seen, generally what feels like leadership wise, professional wise, all these kind of things that Rosa has brought to the table thus far, uh, I'm very very surprised. We have pretty much heard nothing as either affiliate owners or the public or whatever you want to consider it from Rosa about this. Like I feel, you know, regardless, I mean, you, you've worked in high profile roles, Pete, like even just, just being an owner here, I feel like if something like that were to happen, right. And, and I feel it's the right decision. That's fine. You're not going to, it should have been prepared already. Yeah. And and again, it's not, you're not gonna make everyone happy all the time. You can't do those kind of things, but if this is what needs to happen, that's fine. But help other people understand what's going on or why yeah. you don't need to get all the nitty gritties. No. It doesn't. And what's to... the road you want to travel? Exactly. At the what's end of the, the day, focus? the affiliates yeah. need more support. Right. Frankly, I'll be transparent about this as many times as I can. In order for this industry to grow, it's about the masters groups. It's not about the brand of the Beth athletes because they don't make gyms rock and roll. The what makes them rock and roll are thirty-five and ups. I'm not saying the younger people don't. No, but, but the money and the cash flow from a, from this business model, which Rosa is important about, mm-hmm. is if he can't grow the affiliate market by getting more affiliates, then he's got to figure out a way to grow the, the affiliates that exist and take a piece of that action for themselves and to share the wealth. So the it's this isn't rocket science I'm making up here, guys. This is just one-on-one mm-hmm. business marketing. And so when you let this guy go, what you've done, you've taken a, a chunk of CrossFit history away and you now until you figure it out you left everybody in the dark and all what you're going to do is hurt the brand not extend the brand to a bigger and brighter future which i know he wants yeah, to do right but via speculation now, right. right people say you know good example like dave either after he'd been let go or before he'd been let go had posted a picture with glassman and he also posted one of him hunting and killing like a boar or something like that which he's done in the past with things don't get me right it's not right or it's not wrong i don't care um but like some people are like Oh, it's because he posted a picture with Glassman. I'm like, there's got to be so. something deeper than that. No, it's like it's... there's got to be something. And again, it doesn't mean you. If Castro did something absolutely terrible right. that nobody else needs to know about, you can save his face and not yeah. run him through the dirt. But you, you at least be like, you know, there's there's been some things that we've been working on for a while, or thinking we're, for a while. We're going another direction. Yeah, we're moving here this way. This is our focus. We want to do this and this and this. I don't think this was intentional for it to happen right now. Mainly because we're going right into the game season. I suspect that it was intentional to let him go. Because right. once he had everything in the bucket. Mm-hmm. See, right. Castro's finished all the game work, mm-hmm. right? So now that's done. So I'm just saying from a business, okay, I've got all that stuff done. Now I can let him go. So he won't be the face of the games. Mm-hmm. But I've got all the programming done. Right. Frankly. you got that's a year a, to plan you for got, the That's one. the best time to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then right. number two, and then he could come out and because someone's going to have to come out and say, okay, I'm the new. Uh, they did They did kind of clarify that yeah. Justin Berg, who's right. the guy that usually runs the back end of, of a lot of this stuff. Was Justin the guy who, who was the kind of the speaker? Remember mm-hmm. every time when, when you're at the, when you're no. at the no. backstory, when you're at the open, everybody, every you have a group of really high-end trained professionals under Castro's leadership, yeah, they, and there's somebody yeah. that runs that. Yeah, you're talking about like the head judging yeah. and, and the, the head, head coordinators. Who, yeah. No, he's even higher than that. Okay. Um, so good example. When we were waiting for you to come out, um, when they almost had, uh, not a hurricane, like a tornado watch or the oh, storm yeah. watch. Yeah. He's the guy that was checking all this kind of stuff. Okay. And I could see him right at your tunnel before that came out. And he's talking, he's talking with the media crews and, 
and the other people and even i remember like one person took a picture and the flash came on the camera and he's like i need you to make sure that flash is off because i'm watching for lightning gotcha uh, so no like he's he's bigger he's a really tall guy justin berg he's been involved forever kind of like okay. castro has um so apparently he's he's now the lead of the games team i don't know if he's the face of it i, I, I no one knows uh, but the hardest thing for me in this whole thing was that you know, I expected the more professionalism from Rosa, and I'm very, very, very surprised that we haven't heard anything from him. I think maybe, and once again, this is all speculation, gossip talk here. This is the this is like the TV show, The Voice, or what's it called, The View. Don't don't tell ask <laughs> the me. View. I don't know. You're the so, one that knows these the things. The View, <laughs> and the the reason it might clearly be that he didn't expect such hard pushback from Castro when he let him go. He might have thought he would roll it off in the sunset. Yeah. And said, "Thank you, everybody." He goes, "No, I was fired." He goes, yeah. Oh. yeah. You know, that's the, his one post that he had where it was. Um, the quote was like, they they prepared a statement saying that it was mutual. And he's like, I didn't agree to that. It's really the only negative thing he said. Mm-hmm. Ever since then, people have been posting, you know, their own Instagram yeah. stories about how they support, how, you know, they're happy for him or how much he's influenced them or, you know, like they loved him and all this kind of stuff. And all he's doing is resharing those things. Mm-hmm. And so he's not said a single bad thing up until now, I don't think, yeah. and aside from that basically not agreeing that he got fired. Yeah. So, I mean, I think he's taking the high road for the most part. He's, yeah. you know, staying pretty quiet of his own opinions and just letting everyone else letting speak for talk. him. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. That, it's funny. Like for as much as everyone loved to hate him, they now all love oh, no, to kidding. love him. <laughs> oh, no, can I see him? Every, I saw chalk it up, which is a chalk up, chalk it up. Morning, morning chalk. Morning chalk. Yeah. And it's like post after post. Oh, Dave, he was like a brother to me. I go, Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I Which, I mean, he, he was significant. No, Everyone he, speaks sure really highly of him. And, yeah, it's just, it's funny that. But you're right. There was not one, like, negative one. Like, oh, what a dork. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure, I'm sure there are ones, you know, where yeah. people still think he's a tool or whatever. But, you know, I think people, it seems like the people that knew him on an actual level, like mm-hmm. a personal level. Yeah. And like I said, when, when Eric and I met him, and Eric, you guys met him before, he was very genuine. Yeah. And I, right, I think he probably plays a little bit more the villain because that's the role he needs to play when he's showing up at the open going, okay, now here's what we're going to do. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we're going to do it one more round. Yeah. And then one more. I go, what? I just think in his head, he look, he thinks he looks cooler saying it than what actually is happening. Yeah, me too. I think that's you know just the, the villain role. Maybe. <laughs> right, right, right. So, well, I wish well, him the best of luck. Yeah, he'll do fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he'll do fine. I, it's... I, yeah. Knowing Dave, he's probably got a good severage package. Oh, so he's he's got to take the higher road here. Uh, yeah, don't yeah. say anything dude, really the bad. The dude's fine. I think like people think that now that Rogue's doing their own big competitions, that he might be the one kind of spearheading it with them or something. He'll he'll do fine. And like, that goes yeah, back just to retire the, and just be done. Yeah, <laughs> if, you right. could. if CrossFit put Rogue on the map, yeah, then that's one of the things you're going to look at CrossFit down the road. In my prediction of coming up with their own brand of stuff, they could. Cross of having their own workout equipment. Could be. Or maybe they'll start with they'll start with their own wall balls. I mean they don't need, you don't have to go in too ambitious. You can move right. into it slowly. But I'm not sure you want to get into the heavy metal part. But you can give that's a lot of metal. But you could get into parts of this equipment where you could get truly get it a CrossFit brand and make it a really quality product too. Don't get me wrong. Because that would Rose's gotta figure out a way to get more money in the till. Bottom line, that's not mm-hmm. a criticism. Yeah. He he's yeah. got to, he has investors. $200 million worth of them. Yeah. Yep. Well, we'll find out. I mean, so we'll see. I mean, it doesn't sound like the games are dead by any means. We'll find out how this kind of goes. Maybe we're all going to be at, this is going to be CrossFit Reform 24-Hour Fitness. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what we're, that's exactly where I was trying to go for. Yeah. Rebranding ourselves yeah. into a 24-Hour Fitness. That's the, that's the, the vision of the all future. All membership, nine ninety nine for the first month. Yeah. <laughs> all all uh, supplemented by Peter's, Peter's credit card. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Well, uh, that's, that's the info we got until, uh, you know, things are out further. 
I guess it's all speculation now. So yeah. that's all the details. Well, Thanks, guys. Soon. Thanks. Thanks again for listening to The Reform Way. You can find us on our social media channels. Our Instagram is at CrossFit Reform. Our Facebook is CrossFit Reform. And you can listen to more of these podcasts on any of the major streaming services, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, any of the major apps, and Buzzsprout.